Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Presenting Lloyd Nolan and Claire Pepper in a new radio series, Results Incorporated. Uh, yeah, I want to run two ads in your paper. Oh, yes, sir. I want this one in the personal column, all capital letters. Say, well, Results Incorporated, your problem is our problem. We'll locate your long-lost uncle, work your crossword puzzle, hold your baby. Where others fail, we succeed. Contact Johnny Strange on 201 Security Building. Oh, I must say that's well, another... Well, now, here's the other ad, uh, Help Wanted Female. Oh, wanted secretary. Blonde, beautiful, between 22 and 28 years, unmarried. For the skin you love to touch and a heart you can't, <clears throat> apply Johnny Strange Results Incorporated Security Building. Uh, uh, Mr. Strange, couldn't we make the wording just a little less flamboyant? Now, listen. I'm not advertising for a professor of classical literature. I want results, sister. Results. Results Incorporated. Johnny Strange speaking. Oh, yeah, the phone works, except nobody calls. What? Oh, when did you connect it? Oh, just now. Say, uh, I asked for a long extension cord, you know. I, I, I didn't get it. I like to walk around the room when I'm talking on the phone. I, I think on my feet, not the seat of my pants. Or oh, the war. Oh, sure, I understand. No, no, don't mention it. Oh, hello. Hmm, looks like the sheriff got here first. There's Mother Hubbard's cupboard. Now, let's see how it can be improved. Well, don't mind me. I just stepped out of the wallpaper. Only one desk and two chairs. Well, we'll certainly need more furniture. I guess three or four pictures will fix up the walls and bright orange plates for the windows. Anything wrong with my necktie? Yes, it's much too loud. Hmm, neat view from the window. I can always look across at the bank clock until lunchtime. Okay, it's a good gig. Now, uh, who are you? What do you want? You advertised for the secretary, didn't you? Yeah, I'll All right. Where's the coat closet? Now, look, sister, I haven't heard... We hired. asked a secretary blonde, beautiful, between 22 and 28. Yeah, that's... And I feel uh, all three, so I'm hired. Now, now, hold on, will you? Are you married? Nope. Say, haven't you got any coat hangers in this closet? No, not yet. Uh, uh, how about the skin you love to touch and the heart you can't? Try both, brother. Just try. Mm-hmm. And the salary? 25% commission, my hospital bills, and sale uh, money. Yeah, you got you on quick. What's your name? Travis. Teresa Travis. Okay, Terry. Now, uh, about your references. Oh, excuse me. Uh, good morning, Results Incorporated. Hey, uh, yes, madam. I think. Well, let me talk to her. Uh, yes, madam. Uh, just one moment, please. What's that business? What is anything? Oh, whatever your problem is, we can solve it. Yes, madam. And your name, please? Oh, thank you, Mrs. Farnsworth. Goodbye. No, wait, wait, wait. I said to let me talk to her. Why should you? I've got the sales personality. Oh, you got... Now, look. Before considering yourself hired, let's hear some of your past tense. In chronological order? You you don't mind. Well, let's see. A reporter on hometown paper. A lingerie model. Hmm. But B. Well, go ahead. Magician's helper. 
sort in half twice daily, three times on Sunday. Then secretary to a show producer. Uh, right in the lap of the entertainment field. Uh, no, on the lap. After that? Secretary for results, incorporated. Just what makes you think you like to work for me? Well, your ad sounded intriguing. I have a hunch you won't do me any good, but it'll be exciting. Yeah, you're right. Johnny Strange is a cross between a public riot and the seven-year itch. Well, with chin guards and tea powder, I ought to survive. <laughs> now, let's hear your true confession. Well, at 17, slide trombone player at Haley's Traveling Circus, news reporter for one winter, deckhand unafraid at the South America, detective, and then this. Hmm, well, the man is versatile. Yeah. Uh, you got any hobbies? Yes, photography and murder mystery stories. I read them by the hour. Oh, no, not my time you don't. You, uh, pretty good with the camera? I live in words. Uh, I guess you'll do. But only for... No, no, not at all. Over again. I 
tell you, it was more than a bottle of sand. Charlie, it's not possible. Yeah. Hey, uh, where is this place, Spartan? Why, uh, three, four miles out the old Hadley Road. And I'll be a promise, though. We'll staters and run me out of the country if I got to win that spot sail for them. You can trust us. Come on, Johnny, come on. And thanks, partner. Say, if we have any luck, I'll drop you our ghost car. It's no joke, matter. Come back, boy. You wish you weren't enough part of the country, Jack. Headlights were brighter, Johnny. Yeah. The old duffer didn't exaggerate. The drive would give Carlos the jitters. You know, I don't mind visiting haunted houses, but why in the middle of the night? Yes, this farm's worth one atmosphere. Now you're going to get in the mood at high noon. Okay, so we stumble through the house in pitch dark and keep a tally card on our goose pimples. No, it won't be pitch dark. i got a flashlight. No. Hey, it's good. Well, not me. But I don't like to do things the hard way, that's all. Oh, don't look now, but I think we're at the end of the trail. Yeah. Yeah, this must be it. Hallelujah. Woo! This is the answer to our prayers, all right. Broken down house, dark-looking trees, and not a neighbor in miles. Mm-hmm. You got your camera and the flashbulb? Yep, all set. Let's remember these creaking stairs when we report to Mrs. Barnsworth. Yeah. Well, might as well find out if there's any ghosts in the home. No, don't be silly. Open the door and go in. <laughs> okay. Boy, <laughs> this is atmosphere for you. Mm-hmm. $36 an ounce variety. You mean 18 carats? Now that's all. <laughs> Come on, better get a picture. All right. Quicker than you can say Albert Barnsdale. That's good. Now, now, let's get one of this old staircase before it tumbles down. You know, I'm disappointed. Albert ought to be floating down it in a haze of blue light and a baritone moon. Well, now that's more like it. This camera will get the sound. Flashbulb makes a lot of light. The library, minus the books. Oh, look at the cobwebs in the dust. No wonder Albert goes around sneezing. God <laughs> bless you. I didn't sneeze. You didn't sneeze? Uh, look, Charlie, let's get a picture of this room and go home. Hmm? Well, what are you doing with that cattle stick? I thought I'd like to take it home as a. Stupid. Huh. Take the darn thing off the mantle. Sucker. What's that? The mantle's moving. Johnny! Johnny, look! How do you like that? That candlestick opens a moving mantle leading into a secret passageway. Say, Bob, Hope couldn't do any better. Johnny, I don't like it. It's perfect. Mrs. Farnsworth will kiss us for this. You're not going into that hole in the wall, are you? Here, look. You just take a picture of it for Mrs. Farnsworth. Say, if this doesn't sell her nothing, will. I'll, I'll stand here right by the side of the passageway. You snap the tool. Well, all right. Ready? Let it go. Johnny! Don't do that. Johnny, get away from there, quick! Hey, quick! Now, look, honey, don't let your nerves... I got I got two hands reached for you. Right out of the wall. And then the most, the most horrible thing... Results Incorporated, starring Claire Trevor as Teresa Travis and Lloyd Nolan as Johnny Strange, find Sally and Johnny in the clothes closet of their new office. It has been converted into a dark room. At this moment, Johnny and Terry are anxiously waiting the outcome of the pictures taken the night before. The pictures ready yet? No, you'll have to look at them in the tray here. Okay, let's see. 
Now, this is a staircase. Mm-hmm. There's a library. And there's a... Hey, Kelly, look. What? What's wrong? That shot of the secret panel. You know when you screamed? Man, in the face. Yeah. Well, I wasn't seeing things. Golly, a couple of seconds more and I'd have been a ghost. But who is it? What is it? Hey, wait a minute. I, I, I've seen that face in a newspaper or a magazine. Say, I, I know now. It's Eddie Carson, the killer. Remember, they, they had him in the insane asylum, but he broke out a little over two months ago. Remember? It was in all the papers. But why is he hiding in the Bronzeville place? Well... Nobody's gone near it. If they heard anything strange or got suspicious, they'd chalk it up to Albert. Hey, hey, wait. Now I remember why they put Eddie Carson away. He's the nut who strangled old Albert Barnsdale. Now we get. What are you going to do? Oh, the police. No, no, wait. Wait, we've got something safe right here. The police all over the state have been searching for Carson, Eddie Carson. Now, if we were to capture it. Now, honey, you shouldn't drink that film. Oh, listen, you big galoot. It would make us. Think of the publicity. Eddie Carson captured by the president of Results Incorporated. How would that look on the front page? Yeah. You know, sweetheart, I think you've got something. So then we'll do it? Yeah. But don't ask me how. And don't forget, Eddie Carson is more than a murderer. He's insane. Well, he's got nothing on us. Come on. Yeah, right now? Well, sure. There's no time to lose. Carson might duck out after see. And besides... No more night work for me. I'm going to do my capturing in broad daylight when I can see what I'm doing. Uh, you would have only an A-book. Well, a meter read a quarter of a tank full when we left. Anyway, we only got a short way to go. That's well. Except for one thing. In another half hour, it'll be darker than a sack of black cats. But we can't wait till morning. Carson might clear out. Then where'd we be? Alive. Hey, look, there's a car coming. That's a fine time. We're practically there. Howdy, mm. partner. Hey, is your car back down the road, Pete? Yeah, I guess so. And you better gas it up and get out of these parts. Why? Well, we're having a practice blackout tonight. We'll drive in after dark. It's fresh. Air aid warden. Oh, are you an air aid warden? Well, that's my helmet in the back seat. Folks up to? Why, uh, oh, we were thinking of renting the Bondsdale place. You know, we thought we'd look it over. I don't know what you'd want that place for. Nobody's lived there in years. How about Albert? Oh, they doddle. Everybody in town believes in Albert. But they poo-poo me when I say Ashley Duncan, they have an air raid. Well, I've got to be on the way. Remember, no lights. Back up, start right after sundown. Yeah. So long, partner. Well, there goes our last contact with civilization. Now all we have to do is sneak up and sort the dirty tail. Check. How? Or is it a trade secret? Strategy, my pet. We'll use finesse on Mr. Carson. What kind of finesse? You get him to focus his attention in your direction. I'll do the rest. I see. While I show him my vaccination mark, you'll conquer. Uh, positively psychic. Now, quiet down. Don't make any noise. Now is the time for a good news. Stop mumbling. I know you can type. Careful with that flash. Oh.
We're locked up. We're cooped. Eddie Carson? Yeah. Slug them oh. and locked us in the storeroom. Where's your flashlight? Ah, it's gone. Is there any way out? No, I haven't found one. Well, how about a window? It's barred. Johnny, what are we going to do? I don't know. How long do you think we've been here? I don't know. I can't see any light in the village, so they must have started the blackout. Johnny, listen. <laughs> Gentleman brings a lantern. And a gun. Wait could you? Oh, well, we don't see many celebrities like you, Mr. Carson. I guess you don't attack. I'm about the most famous guy around here. Hey. What's that there on the floor? Oh, oh that's my camera. Hey! I felt the breeze from that one. Shadows. I hate shadows. They sneak up on you. You're scared of Albert, huh? No. No, not Albert. I strangled him seven years ago. <laughs> Made a nice grave for him, too. And then I dug him up. everything in keeping. Instead of shooting, I could hang you two. Oh, by all means, hang us. Uh, just one more picture and then I'm out of flashbulb. Oh, shut You know, I read of an interesting strangling one. The murderer tossed the rope over the limb of the tree and tied a man to each end of the rope, and when they tried to struggle, they strangled each other. It was marvelous, really. Well, I'm all set. Hold it now. There you are. the rope over the limb of the tree. Hey, <laughs> that's a good idea. I'll do that to you. I ain't never tried that one. I'll be back. I'll be back. I gotta get those things done. That's nice going, pal. You finessed us up good. Oh, well, I was only making conversation. Mm. Besides, what about you? 
I thought you were going to sit Carson, the old Johnny Strange one, too. I gave you the opportunity. Oh, yeah, with him taking butt shots at shadows every two seconds. Well, anyway, let's hope it works. Let's hope. What are you talking about? The flash bulb. Those flashes must have been seen in the village. We're in a blackout, remember? This and sugar, everybody in Ashley Junction is so pie-eyed scared of this joint. They wouldn't come near it if you hung out a neon sign reading charcoal broiled steaks. You wouldn't do me any good. Well, at least it would be exciting. Mm. You were to get 25% of everything we took in. Looks like you're going to get 50% of this little hanging party. Another comedy mystery? Well, mystery, yes. Comedy? Well? You see, 
In our next story, Lloyd, or that is Johnny Strange, has a most amazing adventure. Yeah. It all starts out when a guy named Frizona hires us to locate his brother. Now, in tracking him down... Johnny can't resist a late afternoon cocktail. So he stops in a local pub and orders a drink. And the next thing I know, I'm on the floor, the place is deserted, a gun is in my hand, and a dead policeman is lying beside me. He's solving the mystery of what happens in that blank period from the time Johnny takes the drink and when he wakes up with a gun in his hand, proves to be one of the most exciting experiences ever encountered by Results Incorporated. Appearing in our cast tonight were Wally Mayer, Dee Benedaris, Joe Kearns, and Dick Ryan. Music was by Felix Mills, the script was written by Leonard Sinclair, and Bill Hampton is the editor. Our thanks to all of them, and our thanks to you for listening. This is Henry Charles speaking. Presenting Lloyd Nolan as Johnny Strange and Claire Trevor as Terry Travis in another adventure of Results Incorporated. Sooner or later, every man must learn this sad fact. Come storm, come flood, come fire, come bill collectors. A woman will make that trip to the beauty parlor. At this moment, Teresa Travis, blonde secretary of Results Incorporated, is receiving the expert attention of Monsieur Jean Gillette, hairstylist extraordinary. Terry watches his progress in the mirror. No. Uh, no, no, Jean. Eh? I want my hair higher, more upsweet. Oh. Oh, yes, yes. I'm so sorry. Uh, more like uh, this? Mm, no, no, that's not it either. Oh, Jean, you know what I like. Use your imagination. Uh, today I do not feel creative. A woman's hair does not move me. Why, Jean, I thought you would live for your art. Well, art is all right, but now I have the chance to make $2,500, and I can't do anything about it. Well, that's a pretty expensive can't. What's wrong? Well, uh... I promise you won't tell any of the ladies, Miss Travis? Yes, I promise. Well, you see, I got a letter this morning from Lear magazine. They said they would pay me $2,500 for an interview and pictures of my old home. Why, Jean, I didn't know you were famous. Oh, I'm not, Miss Travis, but my family is notorious. Uh, maybe you have heard of the Bloody Galettes? The Bloody Galettes. Oh, the Galettes and the, uh, uh, the, the Corbett. Uh, the old feuding families in the Black Swamp. Yes, I read about it in the newspapers. That is right. You see, Monsieur Jean Galette, your hairdresser, is really, without the phony French accent, Jean Galette, last of the bloody Galettes. <laughs> oh, this is wonderful. Oh, dear. Oh, but, but why all this sudden interest from the magazine? Well, you see, they've heard that the last man of the Cobber family just died. Yes. So they want to run an article on the end of the Galette Cobber feud. I see. Complete with an interview and your picture. Yes. Oh, but look at me, Miss Travis. I'm a meek little guy. I'm only five feet two inches tall. Why, it takes five different vitamins just to get me out of bed in the morning, <laughs> and then three more to support my mustache. <laughs> oh, I know I don't look like a bloody galette. <laughs> I look more like a floor walker in the infant's wear department. Oh, dear. About as bloodthirsty as a catnip mouse. Yes. <laughs> but for $2,500. No, no, Miss Travis, I can't let them publish a picture of me. Why, every galette would turn over in his grave, clear back to great-grandfather Zedekiah. Why, if the magazine people saw me, mm, they... I, uh, I just wonder... You know, maybe this is a case for Results Incorporated. You mean, maybe you could help me somehow? Yes. If there's one hole in the fence, Johnny Strange will find it. And if there isn't, he'll make one. Oh, dear. Well, I'd certainly like to get that $2,500. Now, if I could keep the family reputation, Oh, I... you could keep the reputation, but uh, maybe not the whole $2,500. Uh... We charge a fee, you know. Oh, well, I'd be glad to pay that. Well, then what are we waiting for? Get your hat. Come on. Now, just let me get this straight, Terry. I'm to go down to this uh, blank, uh, black swamp place 
poses Jean Gallette, the last of the bloody Gallettes, give an interview to the magazine and have my picture taken. Yep, huh? that's the deal. And, and I'll go along as your chauffeur, Mr. Mm-hmm. Strange. You see, that way I can coach you in everything you will need to know. Uh, Terry Miguel, I'm uh, afraid you stayed under that hair dryer just a wee bit too long. The brains, you know. Oh, and... now, Johnny, I know what you're thinking. Somebody might say that you don't look like Jean Gallette. But that's all fixed. He hasn't been in Corbisville since he was a boy. Oh, no. My mother was afraid I'd get killed, so she brought me to the city before I could get dragged into the feud. Well, I suppose I could put on a rough, tough act. You, and... You'll do it, Mr. Strange? Why, of course he will. Oh, that's wonderful. Then I'll telegraph to Berta Ross that we'll be in Corbisville tomorrow afternoon. Well, who is uh, Berta Ross? Uh, she's the writer for Lear magazine. Uh, they told me she's down there right now collecting material for the story. Mm. I suppose I better take along walking shoes and let's see a couple of old dresses. Uh, 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 hold it, sugar, hold it. This party is going to be strictly stag. I beg your pardon, Mr. Strange. My contract with the results says twenty-five percent of the profits and fifty percent of the fun. But you, you can't go, Miss Travis. You see, I haven't got a wife. Oh, you're going to have one, Mr. Gallette, or rather, Johnny is. You all know them bloody Gallettes. Why they got a heap of yearning for the women folks. Well, I'll never believe another road sign. Two more miles to Corbisville. Oh, it was right, Miss Travis. We're in Corbisville right now. In it? Well, where is it? Well, actually, there isn't any town. It's it's just that general store right ahead of us. Oh, uh huh. <laughs> Hey, pipe the sign over the front porch. Hmm, Bill, Billy Gundle store, staples, hardware, post office, seed, kerosene, justice of the peace, tobacco, and embalming. <laughs> the local feed and feud store. Oh. Say, I uh, wonder if Billy's store includes one Miss Berta Ross. Well, uh, maybe that old man sitting on the porch would know. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, mister, hi there. Hey, talking to me, young fella. Uh, yeah, you know where we can uh, find a lady named Berta Ross? And that's woman. That's right. Hello good. there, you're late. Mm, good-looking redhead. Uh, darling, don't forget, you've got a wife. Gosh, I hope we can get away with this act. It'd be dreadful if something went wrong. I was beginning to think you weren't coming down to this dreary, bleary hole. Uh, you, Jean Gallette? Hmm? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, this is the wife and Jones, our chauffeur. How do you do? Well, the Gallettes have come up in the world. Glad to meet you. I've got a guy with a flatboat waiting to take us across the swamp to your ancestral shack. Good. We're ready whenever you are. All right. I put in a phone call, and I'd better check and see if it's come through. Uh, do you know if my call's come through all right? Oh, uh, uh, Miss Ross. Uh, Miss Ross, well, uh, you, your telephone, yes, it's come through. Okay. If you'll excuse me a minute, I'll see about Certainly. it. Certainly. Take right. your time. Right. We'll go down to the boat as soon as I'm through. Hey, reckon this is the first time we done got a telephone clean to New York. And it's the last time if it depends on Berta Ross. It is just all right, boss, young woman. Oh, the phone's right over there. Hello? Ed? Yeah, Berta. Yes, he arrived. Mm-mm. With a wife, darn it. But listen, Ed, we got a bump steer on the story. Old Chuck Corbett, the last of the clan, didn't drown. He's still alive. Of course I'm sure. Listen, I hired old Corbett to take Jean Gallette out to the swamp place. Oh, sure, there's going to be trouble. Mm-mm, not that kind. Don't worry. I won't tip them off. I'm going to get a story one way or another. <laughs> Flatboat, the one with the old guy and the dog in it? That's right. He's waiting for us. He looks like Rip Van Winkle, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Beard, slouch hat, chore and tobacco and everything. He looks sort of fierce to me. He has a mad gleam in his eye. I hope nothing slips up. Meddling in somebody else's feud is sort of dangerous business. What feud? All the cobbers are dead. You've got nothing to worry about. All right, Chuck. Ready to go. Get in. All right, you first, Harry. All right. You know, if nobody objects, I, I think I'll sit up here in front. That's it. Hey, hey, watch it, Jones. Don't fall overboard. It's an awfully small boat, isn't it? And it's so low in the water. Oh. Must we have that dog in the boat, too? There I go, Daniel goes. All right, Chuck, let's go. The Gillette place. Darling, look. He's going to push the boat with a pole, just like a gondolier in Venice. Mm-hmm. Oh. Golly, it's... It's dark in this swamp. Yeah, it is. Uh, which you 
Fellas is Galette. Guilty, Your Honor. What's that? <laughs> I am. I'm Galette. Uh, remember you when you was a young man? Is that right? Before uh, your ma took you off. Yeah, that's all. Uh, Mr. Galette, I've been checking up around here on this so-called feud. Frankly, I think the galette Carver families took it out in... Uh, Tall talk. Oh, no, no. Oh, that is... I mean, well, it I, uh, I... depends on what you call tall talk, Miss Ross. You uh-huh. see, uh, Grandpappy Zeke talked seven corvas into rather permanent silence. Seven? Well, uh, eight, it is. If you want to count the guy that Grandpappy made eat mud and then swallow a planting of cactus seeds... Yes, you see, every galette had to kill three corvas to earn his silver wings. Yes, but I understand that the corvas ran up a higher box score than the galette. <coughs> oh, gracious, I wonder what's wrong with our boatman. He... He acts as though he's strangling. Maybe he swallowed his tobacco the wrong way. Mm. As I started to say, maybe the old-timers were bloodthirsty enough, but, well, I must say, Mr. Gillette, you look thoroughly civilized and distinct. Well, my husband is just more polished, but underneath... I bet he wouldn't kill a cobra if he saw one. What would Mm. you do, Mr. Gillette? What would I do? Say, I just wish I could meet up with one. I'd take a cross-cut saw to him. I'd... Cut him up in a stove links. I'd splinter him in the... Heavens, that dog. He sounds like a lost soul. Get up, Daniel. Daniel's best corpse hound in these here swamps. Don't howl that away without there's a corpse around. Corpse? Or somebody a gonna be. Oh, well, can't, can't we find something nicer to talk about? There you are, children. The Galette homestead, dead ahead. Wow, it's completely surrounded by swamps. Yeah, the man's in the mush. You can hardly see it for the trees and hanging moss. Get ready to jump. I'm going to hit the landing. Okay, Terry, jump. I made it. Yeah, let me give you a hand, Miss Ross. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, it's good to be on solid ground again. Johnny. Yeah. Johnny, the boatman, he's pushing off. Hey, hey, don't leave us here. Just going home for my galette gun. You're go- What's that? Can't kill a galette except with my feuding gun. His feuding gun? Hey, say, what's your name? Corba. Old Chuck Corba. <laughs> Corba. What? Th- then he's. Oh, Johnny. <laughs> Back to Johnny Strange and Terry Travis in just a moment, but first, a message from your government. Accidents are on the increase. More people are being killed and injured through carelessness than as casualties of war. In traffic at home, at work, on the farm, needless death and injury take place every day. And the fact is, most accidents need never have occurred. There are accidents right now going somewhere to happen, and they can be prevented. They won't happen if you observe the ABCs of safety. Always be careful. In 1943, most types of accidents increased over the previous year. Traffic deaths were lower due to wartime restrictions, but they increased 10% in the first half of 1944. Many industries, large and small, have reduced their accident rate from 50 to 90% through safety engineering, education, and other measures. At work, people are learning the importance of always being on guard. This vigilance must reach every plant and office. And in traffic at home and on the farm, more precautionary measures must be taken. Taken now and continue to keep the accident toll from mounting. To reduce this toll and to save lives by preventing the unnecessary, you're needed on the job today. For your own protection, remember always the ABCs of precaution. Always be careful. And now, back to Results Incorporated, starring Claire Trevor and Lloyd Nolan. In their youth and innocence, Johnny and Terry have blundered into a deadly feud in the black swamps. Right now, Johnny is staring down the barrel of a mean-looking squirrel gun. Uh, uh, look, Mr. Corby, you you got me all wrong. I'm I'm not a galette. I'm Johnny Strange. That's you, galette, always was fishy tongue when it come to dying. Johnny, show him your driver's license. Yeah, yeah. Here. Here, now, you, you can read it for yourself. Here. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, now, you believe me, huh? Can't read. Oh, I can't read it. Oh, okay, Miss Ross, you read it to him. Here. All right. Uh-huh. It says Johnny Strange, all right, but that doesn't mean anything. 
You just sneaked back to the black swamps with another guy's papers. Oh, for the love Mr. of... Mr. Jones, you can identify Johnny. Well, can't you, Mr. Jones? Well, I... I uh... Oh, golly. Hey, 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 that was my hat. I saw you edging away, Mr. Gillespie. You stay right here. Oh, I... Oh, well, that was a real bullet. Why'd you dangle that's come back here anyway? I ain't had to kill one of your breed in 20 years. Was figuring to spend a peaceful old age. Well, you can keep it peaceful as far as I'm concerned. No, I can't. You're a collector. I've got to kill you. Darn it all. It's your fault, Miss Ross. Poking your nose in other folks' shooting. Surely you're not serious. Johnny or Gene or whatever his name is might be telling the truth. You wouldn't want to kill the wrong man, Mr. Carver. Of course they don't. What, you'll take me for a murderer? Well, if, if you'll let us go back to the mainland, you can get on the telephone and, and talk to Johnny's friends. Uh, they'll tell you who he is. No, siree. That's just another galactic. Well, then send somebody back and let them find out for you. I'll go, or, or Miss Ross here. Mm, I don't know. Swamp ain't fit for a woman. Maybe I might let this little person here go. Who, me? You. Oh, but... Well, the swamp, I, I wouldn't know what to, uh, uh, how to... Uh, uh, well, if you say so. All right. You just go to Bill Gundle's store and have him telephone and find out who this fella is. Then you bring Billy out here, so as I can know for sure. Billy's a friend of mine. Yes, sir. And if you try and fetch help, I'll carve what you get it and feed it to my dog. Yeah. Your dog? Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, uh, look, would, would you let us talk to Jones and, and tell him who to telephone? Go ahead. Talking won't hurt. Oh, uh, fine. Now, write down this telephone number, Jones. Listen, call the sheriff. The sheriff, the militia, the army, anybody. I'm going to. I'll get you out somehow. Good. You saved me. Stop it, Gavin. Get going. Uh, uh, yes, sir. My boat's tied up at the landing. Don't you go steering into no mud flats. I, I hope not. Oh, oh, it's almost dark. I, I won't be able to find my way. Go on before I shoot your heels I'm off. I'm going, I'm going. That's better. Now you three, get upstairs and get to bed. Hmm? What? Uh... Oh, but Jones will be back in a couple of hours. It's only half past six. I've been going to bed at half past six for 70 years, and I ain't stopping now. Get it on. Oh, no, no, but listen. Cross you cross uh, that. Uh, I said get to bed. All right. You too, young woman. I'm hurting all of you. Get upstairs. I'm going. And don't you figure on trying no tricks like jumping out the window. It's all bargain quicksand on that side of the house. Well, thanks for the information. All right, now. You two galettes, take this here bedroom and... Redhead, the one down the hall. Uh, oh, we, we, uh, just a minute. We, uh, we can't do that. Huh? We're not. We're well, not uh, married. No. Well, cuss. What kind of talk is it? They're not galettes. Now they're not even married. I hope that's double talk. That's galettes all over. Why don't I just shoot him now? No, no, no. Listen, you don't understand. I, I understand I... enough. Get in there before I forget myself. Come on, Johnny. No. Well, oh. all the unreasonable cusses. Johnny, what are we going to do? Well, we're going to get out of here somehow, some way. Oh, no, no. Let's wait for the sheriff. No, no, no. I'm not going on Mr. Corbett's promises. He's just trigger-happy. I want to look out this window. Yep. The old guy's right, all right. Bob. Maybe quicksand. Well, then there's no way out. Now, listen. I'm going to sneak out in the hall and explore the second floor. Maybe I can find a back stairway or something. If we can just get out of here and... We might be able to find a boat, oh, Johnny, you know, and... please be careful. Now, if he should catch no, you... No, 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 don't worry. I'm, I'm just going to stick my head out first, and I'll open the door softly. Do you see him? No. It's okay. Wish me luck. Oh. Where was he, Johnny? He was hiding at the top of the stairs, the old buzzard. Well... Looks like we're going to spend the evening in the bedroom. Yeah. You were so wild-eyed to fix Mr. Gillette up with a wife. No. Now what? No, nothing. Well, that's what I thought. Oh, excuse me, Johnny. Oh, I'm so tired from all this excitement. Yeah, don't blame me. Hey, uh, where are you going? Well, I thought I'd lie down for a while. No, 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 Terry, stop it. I, I... But I'm tired, Johnny. I'll 
Just take my shoes off. Oh, I'm going to get out of here. Rifle and no rifle, I'm going to switch bedrooms with Bertha. Stories about the bloody Galettes, but I never Shh, spoke. Please, listen. I want you to go in the other room. I heard you! Oh, oh, oh. With another woman. No, no, you got this wrong now. I uh... reckon not. Ain't no question now, you're a Galette. Come on, get. You two young women, throw that blanket around you. You don't have to wave that gun in my face. Come on, get down the hall. You're going this, this here main bedroom. All of you. Johnny, what happened? Yeah. Oh. Tagged again. Now stay in there, all three of you. I'm going to spend the night right outside this here door with my gun. Well, it suits me. Two's company and three's propriety. And if and that little possum Jones don't get back here pretty quick, I'm going to shoot you anyway. Well, that possum Jones is liable to shoot you, Grandpappy. He's the real Johnny Gillette. No, no, tell him. Oh, well, it doesn't matter now, Johnny. He's gone. He'll bring back the sheriff. And... <laughs> that little Wardeen Gillette. <laughs> I sure admire you joking, ma'am. I'm not joking. It's true. Forget it, ma'am. It ain't going to work. Come the first crack of dawn, I'm going to get you, Mr. Gillette. That's the promise of old Chuck Corber. <laughs> Sleeping sound. Yeah, that's a sleeping sound, all right. Now, if we can just creep past him without waking him up, maybe we can get downstairs. Mm, careful. It's getting light enough for us to find a pooch off. Come on, make it snappy, Terry. Oh, Chuck's stirring. Duck! Cut your foot, I think, Gillette. You make one step more, I'll be plumb into prediction. Get away from those stairs! Oh, what, what was that shooting? Oh, uh, just the old feudy shop opening up for the day, Miss Ross. Uh, there wasn't any reason to fire at us, Mr. Corbett. No. We were just stretching our legs. Yeah, never seen any better fitter for it than yourn, Miss Gillette. Young widow women like you won't have no trouble getting yourself a new man. Hear that? Old Daniel said it's time for a corpse. Come on, Gillette. I sure hate to do this. There ain't no use waiting when you got a chore to do. Oh, please, Mr. Carver. It, it isn't sunrise yet. And no sense quibbling over a few measly minutes. Where you prefer to get it, Gilead. Oh, now, no, look, look, you're really going too far asking me to call my own shot. All right. Here we come, Gilead. No, wait, wait, wait. wait. Somebody's coming. Johnny. Oh, Jonesy. Good old Jonesy. Oh, hello. Oh, I hope I didn't disturb anybody. Oh, Cuss me, bow like it, but ain't that little possum back again. Jonesy, where's the sheriff? I, I didn't bring him. Huh? You didn't bring... I didn't get to town. It was so dark and there were so many awful noises and I, I got scared and I got lost. Oh, oh. so that's what you two were planning, eh? Oh, we sent the raven to find land and he lands back here. Well, the light in the Galette house was the only one I could see anywhere. It was so dark and something kept saying, woo, woo, right in my ear. Yes, well, that Galette gun is about to make a different sound in my ear. Well, that settles it. This party ain't no Galette. Jonesy, tell him the truth. Well, I... Well, nobody can tell me any Galette will lose his way in the swamp. Why, the whole seed and breed of them was spawned here. Now, uh, just a minute, Corbett. Uh, you've known all the Galettes. Now, do I look like a Galette? Uh, I can't say as you do. But you sounded like one the way you was bragging in the boat. Oh, well, I was just doing that to give this, this Ross girl here something to write about. Looks as if you're stuck with your story. Mm. Uh, quit your caterwauling, all of you. I ain't gonna wait no longer. We're late getting back to my cabin for my breakfast, where it is. Too bad about you and your breakfast. Well, I've eaten my grits half an hour after sunup for 70 years. And ain't gonna let no galette stop me now. Oh, well, that's... It's, uh, say, why don't you start uh, pulling us back in your flat-bottom yacht, and uh, then you can just drop us overboard, you know, when you're ready. Yes, that'd save time. Yeah, no grave digging required. No fuss, no bother. <laughs> 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 Cuss me upside down. It's a smart idea. I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> Go on. Get moving down to the boat. All of you. Come on. Oh, 
I think it's a terrible idea, Miss Ross. If Corbett isn't murderous with his bullets, he'll drown us in that awful swamp. Tough either way, little man. Especially for the one of you that isn't Gillette. Shut up, Daniel. You're no more impatient than I be. Get in the boat, all of you. Whatever made you suggest is taking first to arrive, Johnny. Look, when we get in the boat, you start a hair falling match with Berta. Oh, step along there, you. Don't do so much talking. And you, Possum? Uh, me? Yes, you take the pole. Uh, yes, sir. Hey, uh, uh, Corber. Yes? How about letting me take a hand with a pole, you know? Uh, no, you don't. No? You sit right there in the back pew where I can keep my collector pointed at you. And don't rock the boat. Already in water over ten feet deep, and I can't swim. Oh, you... Uh, well, that's too bad. <laughs> oh, uh, Terry. Roger. Uh, move over, you. Huh? Who are you talking to? You, Berta Ross. Stop crowding me. Why, you snippet. Don't, don't shove me. I'll show you. Hey, what's going on here? Come Sick of Terry. Give me the old galette one, too. Hey, uh, that's your record? Uh, go, oh, Terry. Oh, my hair, will you? Hey, Terry, where are you? Here, here, Johnny. Just swim back to the landing. All, all right. I'll, I'll get Corbin. <laughs> I can't swim, can I, Lord? All right, then. Let go, let go of your rifle. I, I, I dropped a quick seven head up. Well, I think I'll dunk you once more, but just for luck. Oh, go on. Help, help, I can't swim. Take it easy, Jonesy. I've got you. Terry, you okay? Yep, well, so is Corba. Wait till I dredge him up. Come on. <laughs> Where's Berta? Here I am. Oh, don't see how there's any water left for you to swim in after what I swallowed. Oh, are you all right? Oh, I guess so. Oh, why don't you let a fellow get on your little scheme? Well, sorry. I had to work fast. I don't know how I can thank you for saving my life, Miss Travis. Oh, but I didn't save your life, Jonesy. Oh, yes, you did. Oh, no, I didn't. You saved Corber. Didn't he, Johnny? What? Uh, huh? Uh, oh, oh, yes, right, you are, Terry. That's uh, that's just what he did. Here, Jonesy, grab hold of Corbett. Huh? Quick, before he comes to. Oh, oh, oh. Terry, kill me, Gilly. Oh, no, no, <laughs> not now. You can't, Corbett. <laughs> What's that? What? What's that? Why, you can't kill a man who's just saved your life, can you? Go on, Jonesy. Tell him how you saved him from drowning. <laughs> that little possum. That little possum is the last of the bloody galettes, whether mm-hmm. you believe it or not. Is that the unpunished truth? I'm afraid it is. I, yes, I'm the real Gene Gillette. And you drug me up from the bottom of this here swamp? Well, he still had a hold of your collar when he came to, didn't he? Uh, curse me crook naked. <laughs> I reckon there's nothing else to do. <laughs> Put it there, Gillette. Well, <laughs> Johnny, I think we're entitled to a little congratulations ourselves. Mm-hmm. Put it there, partner. As one lifesaver to another, I certainly will. All right, you two, break it up, break it up. i got to get to a phone with a story. Oh, oh, Miss Ross. Will I still get the $2,500? You certainly will, or your name isn't Jean Gillette. Now, let's not go through that again. No. Here's uh, Berta's article, John. Yeah, How I Helped to End the Corbett Gillette Feud by Berta Ross. Hmm. hmm, listen to this. I found Johnny Gillette, the last of the bloody Gillettes. To be a baby-faced feudist whose innocent appearance seems merely to mask an iron nerve. Oh, oh, By sheer stark courage, he managed to outwit and outfight wily old Chuck Carber, a deadly killer who has laid to rest more than his allotment of Gillette. Well, don't you love that? No mention of results incorporated. No, you wouldn't know that we had ever even been near the Black Swamp to hear her story. After my flawless performance as a backward, backwards boy. Mm. You know, I noticed you weren't a bit backward about wandering into Berta's room after she'd Mm. gone to bed that night. No, no, no. Just let's leave sleeping ducks lie. I never will be sure what would have happened if old Corba hadn't been around. Now, that sugar is another bedtime story. Just mm. uh, remind me to tell it to you sometime, huh? Tune in again next week at the same time for another half hour of thrill, suspense, and laughs with Results Incorporated, starring Lloyd Nolan and Claire Trevor. 
You'll enjoy listening to this new comedy mystery program, so make a date, won't you, this same time next week. Lloyd Nolan appears to the courtesy of 20th Century Fox Studios. Tonight's script was written by Leonard St. Clair and Stuart Sterling, based on characters created by Lawrence Edmund Taylor. Music was by Russ Crump. This program originated in the Donnelly Studios in Hollywood. Bob O'Connor speaking. This is Mutual. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.